Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 231, recorded live on Saturday, November 19th, 2011. And here are your hosts, the man who is going to have to leave at some point to mess with a turkey, Dave Play. Hi, ho. And the man who is definitely going to stay right here, Andy Lowe. Hi. The entire time. Yep. It'd be kind of funny if I just left, just muted the mic and walked away. Just let you go on. You probably could do that if I'm getting on a topic yep. that I'm really on. Yep, it would be really funny. I won't do it. No, that'd be. I, I promise I won't do it. Mean. We'll pause and then I'll come back and we'll keep going. Gotcha. Oh, by the way, Eastern's now down by six points. I know I have the uh, game channel open. Yeah, that's not good. Hey, one win away from bowl eligibility. It's either this week or next week. One of the two. We would hope. Hopefully. So, um, so yes, I'm making a turkey. Which Dave called to tell me about last night at, what, 6 p.m.? Ish, as I was out buying the turkey. Hey, Andy, can we not record at our normal time? No, no, that's not what I said. I chose my words very carefully. What did you say then? I said it would be more convenient to record on Sunday, but that tomorrow is still, being today, is still okay. I chose those words very carefully. I thought about what I was going to say. At 7.14 p.m.? Yes. Would you be okay with us moving the time? I said no. And so here we are at our normal recording time, recording. And then Dave will disappear and then reappear like a magician. Yep. Poof. You, being the audience, will not know a thing unless I bring it up, which probably you will. because he's Andy. Yep. So at some point during the episode, you'll probably hear a, and we're back, or some such line. True. So I'm, I'm more curious, Andy, that, well, I'm, I'm not curious, I'm anxious why you haven't asked why I'm making a turkey today when Thanksgiving is not today. Um, because I know that you are having a pre-Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. I'm having a pre-Thanksgiving. Yes. It is the first of three Thanksgivings that I'm having this week, two of which I'm responsible for the turkey. Also, impossible to find a 15-pound turkey. Um, I'm going to get a 15-pound turkey on Monday. Good for you. I from, could not find one. From work. It really? Will be, yeah. I They're guess giving... every year they give out turkeys to all the employees. It's going to be a 15-pound turkey. And what are you going to do with said 15-pound turkey? Um, well, we're going to put it in the freezer until after Thanksgiving. Okay. Because it will take three days to defrost in the refrigerator. Yes. You you do know there are faster ways of defrosting the turkey, right? Yes. Okay. That's why I was up at 7 this morning. But that will take time to, you know, switch out the water every half hour. No, you just put it in the bathtub for like six hours. <laughs> I know that the turkey is in its little container. Yeah, but just the image of a turkey in a bathtub. Yeah. Like a, a raw turkey just chilling in the bathtub. Well, either a raw turkey or a live turkey. Or a live turkey chilling. That's even better. I like the idea of a live turkey in the bathtub. <laughs> just chilling in the bathtub with its little, like, loofah on a stick. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> This turkey is dead and in a bag. This turkey is dead in a bag with its neck stuck inside its chest. Uh, its various organs inside a sealed pouch, also in its neck. Ah, uh, Thanksgiving. But it's tasty. This, you know what this means, though, is we actually get to use the roasting pan that we've got. Oh, you're not going to roast it. What else am I going to do? We have, we're not allowed to have a big grill. We're not allowed to have a charcoal grill. See, that's the really funny thing. I'm not allowed to have a propane grill. What? Charcoal is fine, but I can't have propane. <laughs> we're only allowed to have basically something that has the camp stove connection on it. Yep, I'm, I'm not allowed to have a propane grill. <laughs> Here, it's literally against the law to have one. I think right. it's either a to state a law or something. But uh, Yeah, I think it's a state law that apartment complexes can't have charcoal grills. 
but at a different state, different law. I am not only allowed to have a charcoal grill, but most of my neighbors have one. Speaking of which, I bought a charcoal grill. Did you buy a Weber? I bought a Weber. Ah, the classic clamshell. A 22 and a half inch Weber grill. That's a big freaking Weber grill. It's a huge grill. <laughs> Thankfully, though, assuming it doesn't wander off, it will be the last grill I need to buy for probably 40 years. Yeah, you might want to change that, chain that to... Uh, Planning on it. I would have done that before, but... Before grilling? Well, yeah. Bought it, put a chain on it. Well, I don't have a chain. Well, you had to go buy the grill. No, I had the grill shipped to me. Oh. I bought it on Amazon. Amazon. Like, I buy everything. <laughs> oh, Go on to my Amazon history. Weber grill with chimney. I bought a chimney with it, too. Well, you got to do that if you're doing charcoal. It's the easiest right. way. Well, you don't need to, but it's, it makes, it makes it life so much easier. Faster. <laughs> with a chimney, you don't need lighter fluid. True. Granted, I always get the Kingsford ready light. Oh, but you it's... might as well buy regular charcoal with lighter fluid. I'm lazy. Granted, I, I haven't charcoal grilled. Two factors, taste and health. Both of them say you should use regular charcoal. Yeah, I have not grilled with charcoal since I worked at the summer camp in 2003. Well, I'll tell you what. On Saturday, for second Thanksgiving, if you would like to cook with charcoal, I will have a charcoal grill with charcoal and a turkey to cook. I am quite um, okay with not cooking stuff on the grill. Okay. Have you figured out who is bringing what this year? Ish. <laughs> is somebody going to be bringing pizza? Was that two years ago? That was the first year. That was the first year. They have pizza and Doritos. We, well, the first year it was like, we didn't really have anything planned. It was, hey guys, I'm making a turkey. Come over and eat it. And we'll play rock band on a projector. There was pizza at a Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, and Doritos. And we found out that the, the nacho Doritos went really well with the onions from the turkey. Ridiculous. Yep, I know. Monday, you should have a, uh, this is what people are bringing email. Okay. Sometime on Monday. I assume that'll be enough time for you guys to decide what of the subcategory you get that you want to make or buy and then go and get it. Yeah, that will give me something to do on Friday. Since Black Friday is starting at midnight. Ugh. It always starts at midnight. No, no, but the doors are opening at midnight. Normally yeah. they open at 4 or 5 a.m. No, they, they usually start at midnight now. No, no, no. this oh. this is Everyone's the first just year. Like, okay, we're, you know what, it's Friday. Let's start. Done with Thanksgiving? Go buy stuff. Since you're all drunk and high on tryptophan, now you can go buy things. I've got a plan set up for Black Friday. Yeah, where are you going? Uh, Best Buy, because that 42-inch, $200 TV. Really? Yeah, sharp. 42-inch. $200. Yeah. That's actually really cheap. I know. Should I give you 200 bucks? (laughs) There's only going to be two of us. My parents already claimed the second spot, because they're going to do basically a TV... uh, musical chairs where they're going to take that 42 inch and replace i think a 32 inch and they're going to move the 32 inch up north to replace a 26 inch and they're going to move the 26 right, inch right but okay so maybe in, instead of giving you the money i could just go with you you could but and we're leaving thanks, thanksgiving night at nine is when we're going to get in line i'm not even sure if that's going to be early enough which i i don't know it's it's hard to judge these things especially when they keep on moving the time forward because normally it's yeah. like okay i could buy it online at midnight if i don't get it then, then I could go in, go in person. Well, I mean, next year, you're just going to have to go the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> It'll be like Black Wednesday. There's a Target worker who started up an online petition saying yeah. that he didn't want the thing to open up. I don't know how many. It, last time I checked, it was 50,000. Yeah, it's not going to make a difference. Well, actually, it does in um, Massachusetts because... What, petitions? Well, no. Uh, oh, shoot. The Target petition has now obtained more than 100,000 signatures. Okay. But yeah, it's probably... But um, It's not going to do anything. Yeah. 
the rules in Massachusetts state that um, all retail workers are not allowed to work on like specific holidays. Really? Yeah. So all the stores have to be closed in Massachusetts on things like Christmas and Thanksgiving. So all the stores in Massachusetts now are going to be opening up at uh, 4 a.m. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Learn something new every day. But yeah, we're going to go there if I don't get the – because they're going to hand out the tickets ahead of time, which is the smartest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, but we've seen that a long time ago. That's how they did, like, the Nintendo Wii stuff. I know, but Black but, Friday at yes, Target okay, and Walmart is still the Mad Dash Rush. Yeah, which, so they're going to give out tickets. Is this, like, tickets for entry? No, this is ticket for the doorbusters. That way they can tell people who are waiting in line, oh, I'm sorry, all of these doorbuster items have already been claimed. Okay. So the tickets are handed out at 10. If there's, if you don't get the tickets at 10, head over to Target. I'll have my phone on me because there's one, there's a Target 40-inch for, like, 230, and then there's a Walmart... For, you really want a TV this year, don't you? It's going to be the Christmas gift. Instead of Kate and I getting each other Christmas gifts, we're just going to get ourselves a Christmas gift. I see. So you're getting yourself a TV. Yes. What's Kate getting herself? No, no, we. Oh, so the two of you are getting a TV. Yes. Okay. 42 inches, a pretty sizable TV. I know. Okay, oh, great, right above my computer screens. <laughs> should go great right above your 22-inch widescreen monitor mm-hmm. well both of them i mean i suppose i could put it out in the main room and grab the 30 something inch tv from there and put it in here like i said my parents are doing a tv roulette like that where it's like okay bigger tv goes here then the smaller one gets kicked somewhere else the smaller yep. one from there gets kicked somewhere else yep stupid woodalizer <laughs> no i don't care about <laughs> that i thought i had closed you what? you're not even on my taskbar what the hell I'm telling you right now, it's not open on my taskbar. Wait, why am I looking at Woot? This is a bad idea. Bad idea. No. Speaking of sales. Yeah. So that, that's going to be. Okay. Well, I, you know, I mean, I, I don't have anything to do after Thanksgiving dinner that night. So I'll give you a. Uh, keep in mind, 12 o'clock for you guys would only be 11 o'clock for me. True. So I'll still have more energy. I always have energy. What are you talking about, Wills? I'm a machine. You, you can't say, what are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> What you, you talking can't about? actually enunciate the thing if you're going to use the line. <laughs> what are you inquiring about, Willard? Aw, that's a really cute Woot shirt. Dave, away from Woot. But but it's Darth Vader. Away from Woot. It's really cute. Crap. The first one on the reckoning. We're still down by six, and there's a minute 40 left. Rawr. Okay. Off of Woot. I'm, yes. I'm done. So speaking of holidays, we'll actually yes. use this as to segue into the topics. What do you think is the number one thing children between the ages of six and 12 want for Christmas How or Hanukkah? Hell should I know? Just take a guess. The number one thing children between six and 12, does it matter about gender? Nope. Huh. I couldn't tell you. Well, let's just say, let's, let's just narrow it down. Electronic devices. A Wii. Wii. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 16th on the list. Between 6 and 12? Yeah. A, a Game Boy. Or the whatever, the 3DS. Okay, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Oh, you're closer. You're up to 6th now. Uh, uh, I don't know. 44% of the kids want an iPad. The fuck? <laughs> Do they even know what it is? I guess so, because Besides last... the thing that my daddy uses that has Angry Birds on it. <laughs> or Doodle Jump. Or Doodle Jump. The hell? Or soon to have Uncle Slam. Ooh, way to bring in previous guests. Yes, but yeah. send them a, an email saying, hey, we mentioned you again. <laughs> <laughs> last year, the top four devices, number four was a Nintendo DS. 
Number three was an iPod Touch. Number two was a computer. Number one was the iPad again at 31%. This There's year it's be a lot of very disappointed kids. This year, it's 44%. And the number two item, an iPod Touch. Do you know what I wanted when I was, like, six years old? I wanted frickin' Legos. Right. That's what I I wanted. I think when I was 10, I was like, hey, there's this really cool Lego Mindstorm thing where you can actually program it and it's a computer. I think I also was... But that was still Legos. Yeah. Did I go to my parents and be like, I want an Alienware for Hanukkah? No! That's ridiculous! Because Alienware wasn't around back then. Yes, it was. It was? Pretty sure. It's not not a new company, Andy. They've been around. Let's see. uh... In fact, back then, it was actually Alienware, not Dell owning Alienware. I do have to say, probably around that time is when my brother got the Super Nintendo, so I really wanted that. Granted, I got it later when he went to college, and he didn't want to use it anymore, and then he just gave me a Super Nintendo game, and I'm like, um... What am I supposed to do with this? And he's like, oh, wait, I forgot the rest. And he comes out and he just starts unloading literally everything that he had Super Nintendo related in front of me. Aww. And my parents are going, oh, God. That's kind of cute. I know, but my parents are like, you're not going to be playing that. (laughs) Alienware was founded in 96, by the way. Ah. I was 11. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Like, there are people, they want um, a tablet computer that's a non-iPad, the Kinect for the Xbox 360, TVs, smartphones, e-readers. What the hell? Seriously, kids. What the hell? 10% want a PSP. <laughs> All I want for Xmas is a PSP? Exactly. Or not. Okay, so now we're going to get up to the 13+. plus. So teenagers, what do teenagers want? iPads. Yep. 24%, so not as much. It's still, yeah, iPads, computers. Numbers, e- the numbers don't add up to 100. It's of children asked how many want this. Yeah. And it's just really amusing that, like, all the numbers are lower. Teenagers just don't want as much, or they're just so apathetic, like, I don't care. I just want to know what six-year-old is going to do with a Blu-ray player. I want to know what a six-year-old is going to do with an iPad. <laughs> Play Angry Birds. I mean, come on. The fuck? Play Angry Birds, Fruit Ninja, Doodle Jump. God damn, I'm going to have to shelter my kids. I've been actually playing a lot of Pagel. <laughs> Andy. Bad Andy. Good pizza. Old. Yeah. Very old. Hey, I go to trivia every week, right, at a, a local bar. We go with a bunch of coworkers, and I am the oldest person in that group. That group generally gets between 12 and 18 people, ah. and I'm the oldest person there. We also win a lot. I still just can't believe you are the oldest person there. That's I know. A- I, right, because with most of my friends, most, not all, I am the youngest. Mm-hmm. There's a couple that are younger than I am by like a month or two. Nope, I'm the oldest person by almost a year. So weird. Yeah. How did you put up with us kids, Andy? <laughs> not exactly sure. <laughs> Besides the fact that you are one yourself. I'm a kid at heart, but I'm also I'm smart enough to realize when it's okay to mess around and when you gotta get your head on straight i prefer mine but okay what'd you say i said button gear ah oh side note speaking of getting your button gear and doing stuff somewhat adult i uh passed my amateur radio license exam this morning grats i'm a technician level amateur radio operator okay i can't actually operate yet because i don't have my call sign and you since, have to send something to some federal agency for that? Yeah, you have, the, the person who runs the test has to submit it to the FCC, and then the FCC will later tell you... Um, yes, it's taken or no, it's available. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, they just basically start handing out things, or letter-numbered combinations. You can request some, basically, as like a vanity call sign. Uh-huh. 
But still, they'll just hand you out one. And you, until you have it, you can't get on the air because you have right, to right. sign on with your call sign. So And so they're going to submit it on Monday, and it's going to be – normally it takes a week, but it's a holiday. So two weeks. Yeah. So, so. by early December – Ish, yep, something like that. Yeah. Cool. Did you request your letter number combination, Andy? Nope. Really? Well, it's fifteen bucks extra, and you already ah. have to have one in order to request a vanity one. Ah. So that's an odd system. Hey, it's how it works. Yep. Well, congratulations on passing your exam. I now have two more levels to go. <laughs> so uh, I take it my next question of does that mean you're done with class is no. Um, no, there's one more class on the 3rd, and then they were going to do a normal test on the 10th, but I might be over on the other side of the state on the 10th, so I didn't want to like take all these classes and then not have a chance to take the test. So somebody else does the test at the sheriff's office, which is also the jail in Kalamazoo. So I had to sit for a half hour in the lobby. Of the jail. Of the county jail. Well done. Yep. Hey, uh, th- this reminds me, out of curiosity. Yes. Because you're talking about radios, and so yes. that brought to mind Radio Shack. Did you see the fact that Radio Shack is selling Arduinos? Radio Shack is doing something that's not cell phones or GPS? Yeah. What? I got an email from Radio Shack saying, like, buy our Arduino kit. What? Yeah, go check it out. You can go to that, their website and look. That's literally like I Radio it's, Shack. If you go to radioshack.com. I know. But you know how it always says at the very top like the little blurb at the top of Firefox is Radio Shack. Mobile phones, MP3 players, let's say laptops and more. Yeah. I mean most Radio Shacks still have their old stuff like the transistors and the LEDs and the breadboard. They're just all tucked away in a corner. And they're normally some of them only have two rows of drawers. That's it. Right. I guess because everybody goes to DigiKey now and buys all their components there. Well, they only do that because Radio Shack stopped selling components. Yeah, that was the big... Vicious cycle. But anyways, Arduinos are on Radio Shack. Huh. We should probably tell people what the hell Arduinos are. Isn't that the little programmable... It's basically a very, very, very tiny computer that you can program. Yeah, the guy who had the... um, Remember we talked about a long time ago about the uh, TV that was mentally controlled? Mm -hmm. That was run through. In Arduino. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's not a computational engine, as it were. It mostly handles input and output. Which is mostly all that you need for most things. Yeah, so it's a great little do-it-yourself kind of project thing. Except I don't have the creativity for it at all. I don't know what I'd use it for. What about you? I don't know. Most of my things now are of... uh, Mechanical? Yeah. Well, but you can combine it. I know. What I really would love is to just have um, somehow get a remote start for my entirely mechanical diesel engine. (laughs) But I'm not sure how that would work. Yeah. (laughs) So you'd have um, to get a motor to somehow turn the key lock, and then the glo- you'd have to get it to somehow turn it again after the glow plug switch off, which you probably could set up there because the glow plug light runs through there. So you could either do an IR sensor or basically solder the glow plug light into – no, because you'd still have to see it, so it would have to be an IR sensor. So as soon as the IR sensor turns off, then it switches the Arduino to turn it again to actually crank it, and then somehow I'd have to tell once it's already started – I mean, when you turn your key, what happens? The car starts. Well, the, it, right. it engages the starter motor, okay. which starts up the engine, but then you have to, after the engine is started, take it out of there. Otherwise, you'll burn out your starter motor. Well, right, but that I mean, that's turning the key all the way and then letting it come back. Yeah. Right? It's basically a normal starter. It has to be able to hold it out there and then come back. Andy, you don't connect it to the key. You connect it to the starter. Oh, and just basically set up a timing thing. So, okay. Yeah, that's that's how remote starters work. It could be possible. There's so many other things I need to fix on that car first. So many other things. Like, I want this device that will turn my key for it, 
And then, after the proper amount of time, turn the key back. No, hook it into the starter motor, Andy. And just give it a five count. Yeah, not even. You would still have to wait you for it, though. It, you could get it really complex where you could hook in a thermometer. So when it's colder out, it knows to keep the starter on longer. True, but you still have to wait for the glow plugs to turn off before you start it. So there okay. still has to be an IR sensor well, hooked will, up somehow to the, the glow plug team. circuit. <laughs> hey. Yeah, like I said, there's so many other things I need to fix with that yeah. car first. We got to pause, though. Okay, pausing number one. All right, be right back. All right, welcome back. Cool. 30-minute timer. Go. Okay, okay, so we were talking. So Arduino's at Radio Shack. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. So speaking of do-it-yourself, Minecraft is out of beta. Mine, it was wait, how in is beta? Do-it-yourself. Because it's all about building stuff by yourself, right? I've never actually played this game, so I'm not exactly sure. I mean, no, no, that that has nothing to do with the do-it-yourself movement. Well, you're still there is no. Andy, you could say Halo is do-it-yourself. But Halo has a set storyline. So okay, so more open. How about open-ended? Uh, maybe. Kind of. The Adreno is an open-ended product. You get it, you can do whatever you want with it. Minecraft. You get into Minecraft, you can do whatever you want with it. Within certain limits, I suppose. Oh, you come on. It worked in my same, head. Almost for SimCity, though. Okay, yeah. So, SimCity's open as well. <laughs> but SimCity is not Minecraft. But Minecraft is it, Minecraft. The better I, transition would have been Legos, when we were talking about Legos. Well, we weren't talking about Legos at well, the time. Well, then you picked the wrong topic to move to. But we're already here. Let's well, do something fine. about it. <laughs> Minecraft is out of beta. Yes, it was in beta for, like, the last two years. It's been a very long development cycle. This, I, I think it can only be beat and for beta with Gmail. I think that was, what, like a six-year beta? Yeah, but it's out of beta. I've actually never really played it. <laughs> I have not played it either. But, see, you, I think you'd like it. You'd be one of those guys who gets kind of addicted to it. I played Terraria, which is similar to it. But there's a point where I need to have a goal set out. For me. Well, but that's what some of the the reviews were saying way back when it was in beta, is that you, you know the game's kind of crappy until you get a goal, until you design something. You say, I want to build this, and then you go and do it. I am bad at expressing creative ideas, so Minecraft and Terraria both just were not really for me. Dave, give me a fruit. Grape. I was going to go with a kiwi, but okay. There you are. You've been creative. Thank you, Andy. No problem, Dave. Got your back, Jack. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Someone has told me that you have not seen that episode of Big Bang Theory. Possibly? Is it a recent episode? Uh, it has to do with Sheldon and Amy, so... Well, I, I haven't seen most of this season, but I've seen everything up to... And by this season, I mean this previous season, because I don't even know if they're in a season right now or if it's reruns. No, yeah, it's fall. Of course they're in a season right now. Okay, then I have not seen this season and possibly the previous one. Well, I do believe that season is actually be on sale with Amazon during one of their Black Friday things. Cool! Don't so you care. Could... You know what I don't care about? The VGA nominees. Really? My apologies to anybody who's listening who's, <laughs> who's actually... Part of the VGA. <laughs> yeah. Or who has been nominated. Yeah. Portal 2 was this year. Yes, it was this year. Remember the whole potato thing? Yeah, I don't remember when that was. Unlike some people, I didn't spend... Oh, it was April Fool's, right. That yeah, was April one Fool's One potato, two year. potato. Episode 201. Or it was April Fool's when they sold the potato pack. Because <laughs> that's what Steam does. Yeah, and April 16th, something around there. Okay, see, this is just not fair. What? When you look at Studio of the Year and Game of the Year, I mean, that's like... No. 
No. Uh, <laughs> right? It's like a one-to-one. Or the fact that one of the games up for best Xbox 360 game is not a 360 exclusive. Two of them aren't. No, Arkham City and Portal 2 aren't. Yeah. And what's really amusing is that neither of those are on best PS3 game. <laughs> Where the PS3 game's just that much better. Well, all four of them are... Wait, is Infamous 2 just P- yes. PS3? Yes. PS2 is an exclusive. Okay. Could never remember. I just love comparing the, the 360 and the PS3 games to the Wii games. <laughs> Kirby's Return to Dreamland. No. You see, now I would put Portal 2 in PC game rather than Xbox 360. It is a PC game. I, I know. I just see that now. As I scroll down, I'm speaking, and my brain goes, whoa. Best handheld mobile game, Infinity Blade, Mario 3D, Jetpack Joyride, and Ghost Trick. I, don't, I haven't heard of two of these. Are they iPhone games? Oh. Best shooter. Wow. <laughs> bang, bang, you're dead. Yeah. There have been some decent games out this year. Don't get I me know. wrong. But I don't know this, if I would pick Assassin's Creed Revelations or Batman Arkham City. It's See, to me, the, the Spike VGA is all about who can throw the most money at advertising. Ah. That's really what it feels like. Because it, it's, it's on Spike. Well, there is that. Best indie game. Anybody we know? Bastion, we didn't do. Binding of Isaac, we didn't do. Nope. Okay. I don't think so. Best adapted video game. Wow. Wait, you can't count Batman as an adapted video game. It's not an original IP. Arkham City is. Look at the other three, Andy. Okay. Back to the Future. Yep. Which was playing its telltale with the IP of Back to the Future. Yep. But they they based it very, very heavily on the movies. But still, it was not the same thing. Batman Arkham City is not the same thing. I still think it shouldn't count as adapted video game. I'm going to say for best song in a game. Oh, God. Bastion's in there twice. So is Portal 2, but that's yeah. different. My brain wants to say, want you gone, but my heart says, exile vilify, because that freaking song was stuck in my head. Exile vilify? For days. I don't know that I remember It's the that end song yet. of the co-op version. Oh. See, I haven't beaten co-op yet. You you YouTube this song and don't do it during the podcast, but it will be stuck I, I, in your head for days. Right now. Make sure you do the Portal 2 theme, though, not the um, the normal version, because the normal version is not as cool as the Portal okay. version. Best performance by a human male as opposed to a non-human male? Well, maybe, um, I don't know. I don't know, but I really want Mark Hamill to win. <laughs> I love how they have a Actually, most anticipated game section. All of these are, are pretty good. The best performance by male and by female? Oh, J.K. Simmons is cave. Yeah, that was... Awesome. Mark Hamill, Nolan North, and Stephen Merchant. I really didn't care for Wheatley. I know. As we've gone over there, but yes. please let Ellen win for GLaDOS. Ellen deserves to win. I know Tara was good with Harley Quinn, but... Ellen deserves to win. Yeah. Most anticipated game. <laughs> Titan is what I'd say. Project Titan, I think, is more anticipated than any of those. Well, maybe Side note, Spike TV used to be TNN, which was the Nashville network, and is now owned by Viacom, so... Really? Yep. Okay. Doesn't Viacom own a couple game studios? Yes, they do, actually. Who does Viacom own, Andy? <laughs> I, I, crap, I don't have that up anymore. Viacom Video Games. Come on, let's go with that. Oh, they own game trailers, too. They uh, acquired Harmonix. But then they split off again. Game trailers and Neopets. Okay, so they really don't. That's fine. Yeah. But still, I mean, ah. Best DLC. Wow. <laughs> Side note, Viacom owns the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. The, what? <laughs> Someone made Bubba Gump Shrimp? Yeah. And it's owned by Viacom. Yeah. Like, to flag down your waiter, you have two signs that you hold up. It's either a, like a, I think it's like a run, 
where you actually hold up a stop sign for your waiter to stop. Wait, what? Because, you know, the run, forest run, and then stop things because he kept on running. Okay. Oh, this is a game, the Bubblegum Shrimp Company? No, no, it's an actual restaurant. Oh, wow. wow. There are 22 in the U.S., three in Japan, two in Mexico, two in Malaysia, and one in Philippines, Indonesia, and Hong Kong. Like, are there any near us, either of us? Uh, probably not. Well, I don't know. Well, I, I figured you were on the page. I'm on Wikipedia. Wikipedia doesn't give me restaurant listings. <sighs> okay. Whatever. Anyways, Motorola. You mean Google. Well, it depends on which part of Motorola you're talking about. Motorola Mobility, soon to be Google. Yes. Uh, The merger had been initiated, and then as part of that, the stock owners have to vote, and 99% of shareholders said yes. It's because the stock market loves new technology. Yeah. Well, huh. I mean, the, the Groupon IPO, for goodness sakes. Yep. Oh my god, they can print money. Yay, no, they, they can make can't. money with a non-physical object. Ooh. No, they can't print money. No, the Wii can print money. Yeah, no kidding. But that's a physical object. That's making a sale. So that's okay. True. Speaking of new tech though. What? Um if I ask you to think back to the the sixties and seventies <laughs> talk about technology development, what comes to mind? Late sixties, early seventies, that's this gonna be not a trick question, Andy. Oh. Um, it's probably gonna be the blue boxes. The blue bo- what? Blue boxes, you know, the early phone freaking tool that you could use to take Bell over the phone. Labs, Andy. Okay, so I was still saying phones. Okay, I'll give you the phone for partial credit. Okay. But minus 50 bazillion extra for not getting Bell Labs. Bell Labs was the, the kind of R&D facility for Bell. Google has their own R&D facility. Oh, yeah, the Google X or whatever it's called? Yeah, top secret. Most Google employees evidently didn't even know it existed. But this is probably where those self-driving t- cars came from. This is probably where they are working on shit that's so many years ahead of where we are. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, I work for Google. What do you do? I'm an automotive engineer. What? <laughs> How does that work? I'm not allowed to tell you. <laughs> I tell you, but then I have to kill it's you. It's a secret. It's a secret from everybody. I'm Batman. That's also another Big Bang reference, but yeah. Well, I'm. I'm just. My brain is stuck on the dorkly bits right now, where Batman is there at the Occupy Wall Street protest. Right. Whatever. Well, because he Batman's part of the one percent. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so Google's got this secret lab. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, everybody's got to have some R&D. Yes. Our R&D are called programmers. So? I'd expect the same out of Google, actually. (laughs) Really? You'd think the same company who got you Google Maps and, well, that's programming. Uh, Google Voice, well, that's also part of the programming. Keep going, Andy. Yeah, most of the Google products are programming, so I don't know. Yeah, that those self-driving cars just came out of nowhere. Google is a software company. Okay, what about the Google Nexus? That was hardware. Yes, but that wasn't designed by Google. No, that was HTC, you're right. Damn. Android was purchased and then developed by Google as programmers. (sighs) Okay, I suppose I fail miserably. Oh, by the way, a a quick update, because I just saw the headline for this. We talked last week how Apple is recalling first-gen iPods. Yes. They're replacing them with with first-gen iPods. Oh! Burn, because the battery's so warm, it might actually catch on fire. <laughs> yeah. So much for Apple taking care of its customers and being, you know, above and beyond. So speaking of Apple and Android, Siri's on Android? Siri has been hacked to hell. This poor woman. I, I can't imagine what she's been put through. Every time like Kate every sees... Every a- hacker has tried to get their hands on her. <laughs> 
every single time Kate sees a Siri commercial on TV, she's yeah. like, that is so freaky. Why? I don't know. She's disturbed by this for some odd reason. Because it talks to you? Yeah, and it can know what your, what the, it can look up the weather, knows what your schedule is. My phone can look up the weather, and it knows my schedule. I know, which you could, you could easily set up everything to do that. Yeah, but... Um, Siri does have to communicate back with Apple servers. Yeah. That's where the language processing actually happens. It's not on the phone. No. Which is actually the same as the Google Voice search. It sends it back and does the processing. Which you don't realize until you don't have a data connection, and then you're like, oh, wait. Why isn't my voice recognition stuff working? There's yeah. so many things on my phone that I cannot do. Yes. Get a data plan. <laughs> You get a data plan. I have a data plan. <laughs> well, good for you then. I have an unlimited data plan on T-Mobile. How much is that costing you per month? 70 bucks. You know what? We have two phone lines and text messaging for under 70 bucks. Yep, but I have unlimited data. I have Wi-Fi connections, which find me a McDonald's. I'll have a data plan. So anyway. <laughs> find me a McDonald's. Find me a Starbucks. Find me a Panera. You done? Uh, I'm just saying, find me places with a Wi-Fi connection. I've got a data plan. Yep, but I was able to get on Steam and download games while I was driving from Milwaukee to Madison. You shouldn't be using your phone while driving. I wasn't driving. Well, you didn't say that. You said, as I was driving from. Well, okay, sorry. As the car was being driven, True. for those of you who prefer passive voice. <laughs> Anyways, they, they may have managed to fake out the servers to make it believe it's coming from the phone when it's not coming from the phone. An end result of this, a theoretical end result, is that... You could have Siri on any device, including Android. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. There's got to be somebody working on just like a pure Android version of it. Well, there's Google Voice Search. Yeah. Which does most of it already, just not with quite as much natural language processing. Going on. <laughs> Sorry, it's just... Andy? It can, my phone could do that if I really wanted it to, but most of the time it's... It's frivolous. Yeah, especially... That's what... Um, I was listening to a podcast, actually, about the test that the London cabbies have to do. Yeah. If you want to be a cab rider in London, you have to know within a six-mile radius the shortest route between any two points. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and they have to do it all in their head. So they okay. have to mesmerize, like, they start out small by memorizing just a couple of routes, and then it expands, and then they're basically taught how to connect routes together, and then you have to memorize... Um, 1400 um, tourist locations as well so like you have to know where parliament is you have to know where the eye of london is this that and the other thing and expands out to basically six miles surrounding central london you have to know in your head and i'm thinking about that like okay that's impressive and then you got a guy from joe schmo who's got a gps yeah who if the gps went out wouldn't know anything around him oh yeah that's actually something because, you know, I just moved to Madison not too long ago. So I've actually I've been really working to get around without having to rely on the GPS. So how do, what do you do? Do you just... Well, first off, I have a, a halfway decent sense of direction. So that helps a lot. And just by orienting yourself using that and saying, I need to go that way. You just you, like you point at your destination and say, I need to go that way. You eventually get there. Also knowing some of the major roads that go north, south, east, west. So, you know, I need to go that way until I get to this road, and then I know the rest of the way. It makes it very difficult to actually get lost. Mm. So, like, I know that there's this really great Italian restaurant uh, to the northwest of my apartment. And it's much further north than it is west. <laughs> and that's how I start. I say, okay, well, I know it's next to this road, which is over in that direction. So I head that direction, and I get to this road, and then I follow it down, and hey, there's the restaurant. Yay, let's eat. That's what I actually did uh, whenever I get to someplace new, and I know I'm going to be there for a while. Mm -hmm. I actually just drive around to figure things out. Yeah. 
Are you kidding? Back in Ann Arbor, I would intentionally get myself lost just so I could go like, okay, where am I? Where do I need to be? And how can I get there? And I always had my phone if I ever really did get like, okay, I have no fucking clue where I am. Yeah, I do have to say though, when we were in Puerto Rico, in my head, I messed up the directions and we started going north and we were supposed to go south. Oops. Or no. Other way? No, because the north. Uh, it was more, you know, we, we were heading south and we were supposed to go like east. It was really confusing because okay. it's Puerto Rico. Yeah. But we were driving through basically the mountains in these little tiny Suzuki car and these little tiny roads where it's like you got the cliff over one side and the mountain face on the other. Uh, at some point, I'm like, yeah, I have no idea where we're at. We need the GPS. <laughs> it was very pretty, though. I'm sure. If I wasn't, you know, terrified of getting completely lost. Yes. And the up and down of the mountain roads and, you know, not getting hit by somebody. Yes. Would have been nice. Yes. So speaking of... Oh, good luck. Android. Yeah. Somebody has put... We weren't speaking of Android, but go ahead. (laughs) I'm just trying to go back to the last topic there. What has somebody put? Somebody has put a dual-core 1.2 gigahertz Samsung ARM CPU, same as the Galaxy S2, Yeah. 802.11n Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, HDMI out, and a micro SD card slot onto a USB stick. Really? Mm-hmm. So there's an entire tiny dual-core computer on a USB stick. Yep, weighs 21 grams. Can you boot from it? You can plug it into any sort of HDTV. Oh, it's an HDMI out. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so let's see. When connected to an HDTV, it uses the HDMI port for video, the USB for power, and Bluetooth to connect to a keyboard, mouse, or tablet for controlling the operating system. Wow. And it can also output to 1080p, so even... That that sounds like a a bit of a hacking tool. Yeah, this was basically just created as a demonstration. For? I don't know. It's this Norwegian company called FXI. Wow. But still, a com- basically a... An entire computer. On a USB stick, yeah. No graphics card. No. Well, it doesn't need one, because it's got... Because what? It's running Android, so it's basically somebody took a phone... Yeah, well, Andy, my... Your phone runs Android, but it has graphics chips in it. It doesn't have a card, but it has a chip. Well, they got something to run it there, because you can plug it into any display... Yeah. ...and run it. But that doesn't imply... Never mind. Okay. I'm not sure so what are you're selling asking. This? Not yet. Oh, it's too bad. Not that yeah, I buy it. It's still just a prototype, though, but it's like, oh, look, at it. we can take the phone, remove all the phone bits, and you can so fit all the rest touch. of it onto, onto a USB stick, which most probably it's that size because it's the size of the HDMI port, the micro SD slot, and the USB. Yep. You could probably take the USB to micro USB and just get a cable. I'd like to point out that there's also a Wi-Fi chip in there. Oh, yeah, also, yeah, 802.11n. <laughs> this poor little thing would drain whatever power you've got. That's very clever, though. Very, very clever. I thought you would like that. Very much so. The London Philharmonic. See, I'm not even going to attempt to do a speaking of. I'm just going to say, the London Philharmonic. God, I could. We were talking about London cabbies. I could have gone with London. Yep. Oh, damn way it. to go, Andy. Missed it. You're Bye. Too hard on this one. That much. The London Philharmonic has released a new album, which doesn't happen all that often, to my knowledge. Uh, the greatest video game music. So they basically did their own version of VGL. Yep, without the really cool giant screens. What's interesting to me though is the selection that they made. This is all pretty. There's a lot of really recent stuff in here. I mean, you still have the the kind of the core, which I'm getting kind of tired of. Zelda, Mario, Tetris. <laughs> 
but Fallout 3? Battlefield 2? Angry Birds? Angry Birds! Grand Theft Auto 4! I mean, some of this stuff is really cool and really recent. And everybody always wants to play Metal Gear Solid Sons of Liberty. That one's also starting to become, yes, I've heard this before. It's a good song, but I've heard this before. Which one is that? The intro for Metal Gear Solid Sons of Liberty. Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah. Now it's playing in your head, isn't it? No. Oh, it's playing in my head, damn it. I'm going to go uh-huh. get it. <laughs> Getting exiles of vilify now going through. That's fine. Splinter Cell Conviction. I mean, these are some good stuff. So it's going to be released in the UK. Is it going to be released? It's already on Amazon. Oh, Amazon like MP3 or Amazon yeah. as a MP3. You can order the CD from Amazon, but you could also just download the MP3s. But Amazon. I like having physical objects. Then see, go go to the thing that I sent and click click to order on Amazon. Ah, there we are for eight pounds. <laughs> Or you can buy the MP3s for $8. Buy from Amazon, UK only. Did you even read? No, because I didn't buy the CD. (laughs) I bought the MP3s. Delivered free in the UK. Where does it say UK only? On the article that you linked. I'm still looking on the actual Amazon page, though. I don't see anywhere where it says UK only. Mm, Maybe as soon as you try to ship it. Ask for shipping. (laughs) Or you could just buy the MP3s and not worry about it. But it would I, cost half the price, and then you wouldn't pay for shipping. But I like having... Oh, so, Andy? Physical objects. Let me... Okay. Andy, wait, wait, wait. All right. Andy, buy the MP3s. Yeah. Buy a CD. Burn my own? Burn the MP3s to the CD. <laughs> Problem solved. Isn't your turkey alarm going to go off soon? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> like, right now. I will go take care of that. All right, let me pause. You ready? Yes, we are back. Okay. So, um... Their musical interlude. Well, there was no actual music on their end, but on our end, it was musical interlude. So, um, let's see what else we got. Good and tasty. Uh, Telltale released Jurassic Park. Yes. And there was some shit going on before they released it where people were very unhappy with them for something. I don't actually remember what. I don't remember what either. And then they released it, and now people are unhappy with them again for something else. Yeah, it seems that some of the staff members on Metacritic gave it um, a 10 out of 10 Hmm. review. Reviewing your own game and giving it a 10. Yeah, they're not the first ones to do this. Uh, Bioware employee gave Dragon Edge 2 a perfect Metacritic score. Right. But just because other people have done it does not make it any less reprehensible and morally corrupt and stupid. Granted, that means you're actually paying attention to the user scores on Metacritic. You don't? I mean, no. Isn't that the point of Metacritic? I, I pay attention to the critic scores on Metacritic. Ah. But users... <laughs> Fuck what everyone else thinks. <laughs> There's a, I remember having this argument, actually, when I was in the radio station. Like, I was on IRC at the time. Yeah. Because sometimes I get bored when I was at the radio no, station on. for six it. hours. Yeah. Um, Somebody was arguing about how DJs are so stupid because they are the ones who are choose the music, and so you should go to, like, Pandora or something like that, which I pointed out to him, Pandora chooses the music for you anyway. Yep. Um, but he also brought up Live 365, things where you get to choose the music, and only you should know what is good for you. And I'm sitting there, like, thinking, there's... How are you supposed to explore? Yeah. And there are some times where there are some people who just don't know what good and bad music is. I'm sorry, but the world needs frickin' editors. Yes, yes. If that were true and people and we actually had editors, then perhaps Justin Bieber wouldn't exist and we'd all be better off. Oh at my the same God, time, Justin Bieber. At the same time though, I mean there there are things that I like that other people don't. 
But then we get into the argument of almost even like citizen journalism. It's the whole thing where there needs to be somebody at the top of the food chain. If it's just a sea of messages in a bottle... You're never going to find what you want yeah. to find. There's going to have to be somebody to actually wade through those messages in a bottle. Otherwise, you're going to get tired after wading through the first ten and go, oh my god, this is ridiculous. Right. You ask a friend. Your friend is acting as an editor for you. You say, hey, what's this? Or if I tell you, hey... Well, but you could also have a hub of editors as opposed to one editor. But still... <laughs> There, it depends on how large your hub of editors is. Most people, it's just their group of small friends. But still, they're acting as editors on your behalf, saying, hey, I like this. Or I could say, hey, I love this. You should check this out as well. Why? What? what? I went to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And I don't have an account on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I guess I do have an account on Rotten Tomatoes. I just saw who owns Rotten Tomatoes now. Who owns Rotten Tomatoes? Ah, Flickster. Flickster. Gotcha. Who owns Flickster? Mm, AOL. Mm, well, Andy... I'll give you a hint. There's a picture of you on this page as my friend with a Waldo hat. Ah. I don't know that Flickster is owned by Facebook, but I'm I, I'm a little scared at the integration that they have here. Because I don't recall ever giving permission for this. Mm. It's like, why did I go to... I was like, why did I go to Rotten Tomato? Oh, yeah, because everybody gave Drive a 92%. Why? I don't know. Wow. Because it's a hyper-stylized blend of striking imagery and violence. Driver presents a full, realized vision of art house action. Yeah. I'm amused that the coming soons, though, are rateable. <laughs> Nobody's and... actually seen it, but everybody wants to put... Well, The Muppets has a 100%. Did you see The Muppets' Jackass trailer and um, Bollywood trailer? Possibly. Did you see the Muppets trailer that parodied their own previous trailer? No. So they made a, a parody. The first one that they put out was a parody of romantic comedy. And then they put out a parody of that parody? They put a parody of the parody. It That's... was incredibly meta and really funny if you watch them back to back. I might have to do that. Side note, I can't believe they're going to be putting out a 3D version of Titanic. Side note, are you surprised? No. I mean, James Cameron's like, we've got all the 3D stuff. We should do something. Right. Oh, my God. Titanic was amazing. We should put that back out in 3D. Yeah. No. All I can say is 3D boobs, then. Ooh. <laughs> the Muppetaga where roll What? They they put out stills making fun of Twilight? Yeah, there's Team Rolf. Vamphibian. Bella Swine. <laughs> funny. Oh, my God. I want to see this movie, Andy. All right. Uh, we should quickly hit everything else so we can start wrapping this up. Okay. Random. Well, no. Um, no. Topics. Review. Oh, okay. we, have, we have more topics? Yeah. PayPal launched a Facebook app. <laughs> Which, um, be careful, because if you hook your Facebook app, app, how many like Facebook apps are out there that are just trolling for user information or trying to spam everybody oh, else? Oh, God. That, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's bad. And then see, you somehow hook that up to your PayPal account? That's bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, World's lightest material is actually lighter than air. Like it floats? Well, I mean, it's denser than air, so probably not. No, but it's still... Um, it is a uh, density of 0.9 milligrams per cubic centimeter. So it's mostly air. <laughs> yeah. It's Except actually it's they, not because it's lighter. Yeah, they uh, use some photo, uh, not photovoltaic, uh, the stuff that reacts to light. And then they put... Vol photovoltaic, perhaps? I do believe so. Except that's not reacting, that's generating electricity. But yeah, the way they do it is crazy, where they take things and then they affect it with light and they layer it with micron levels of metal right now but they also say they can use things like diamonds and other materials as well so so they did weird shit yeah they made something lighter than air they consist of 99.99 percent of air and 0.01 percent of solid for its volume okay so yeah it's crazy squishy, squishy. 
it actually can be squished to a half its size, and then uh, it bounces back to, I think, like 98% of its original size. Cool. So that's just crazy. Yep. All right. Uh, this EA thing, I think we can actually just drop, and we'll talk about some other time. Okay. Adobe uh, launches Adobe, what? So Adobe launched an entire suite, as is their standard MO, uh, for applications for Android tablets. Ah, so Photoshop on your tablet. A, a very kind of, not gimped, but filtered down version of Photoshop, something called Color, K-U-L-E-R, <laughs> which is for uh, creating color schemes. That's let you assemble mood boards? What the... Yep. P- I mean, these are very targeted for Adobe's typical audience. Artists. Digital artists. Digital artists. And for them, this is going to be fantastic. In fact, uh, which one was it? Proto was kind of cool, and I I might look into that. Oh, it lets you basically set up a... A mock website. Nice. So you can say, we could put this here and this here, and it would look like this and this. Oh my god, think about that, where if you go to a client for a meeting for some website... You do it right there, in front of them. In minutes. Rather than having your laptop and then trying to show him, it's actually like here, and then you could point things out and you could move things. Oh, Yeah, I mean, it's brilliant. Um, not so brilliant. Nintendo is going to start allowing paid download content. Ooh. But they are not happy about it. <laughs> no, they honestly said... Um, we're doing this because we have to. Yeah. We don't like it. Reggie basically said, um, we're interested in it to the extent that it makes sense to the consumer. <laughs> now, in addition, if we want to make other things available, great, and we'll look at that. But we're unwilling to sell a piece of game up front and, if you will, force a consumer to buy more later. That is what they don't want to do, and I completely agree. I think consumers want to get, for their money, a complete experience, and then we have opportunities to provide more on top of that. Okay. So So he's like... We're doing this because we have to. We aren't happy about it. We're sorry, but we're going to do it anyways. Yeah. I see. So we're doing downloadable content that you have to pay for, but we're not happy about it. You stupid game developers. Which, yes, I know Nintendo's also a game developer. Yeah, why? Stop insulting our audience. (laughs) That's my job. That's your job. I'm the one who insults the audience. <laughs> and you. Well, I insult often. you too, Mr. Oh, call me up on Friday. Can we move the recording? Yeah, shush. <laughs> hey, just as a heads up, uh, next Saturday I'm going to be a little busy. Well, I know that because I'm going to be over at your parents' house next Saturday. Right, so I'll be a little busy. We I'll be there. A, we could do a live recording with an audience. Do you have any USB headsets? I have several USB headsets. Okay. I will be sure to bring at least one. (laughs) I will bring two, and we could go from there. Okay. So, random review. Tom Clancy Jack Ryan novels. Which I started reading back in fifth grade, which I was kind of surprised when Dave brought up that he was reading a Tom Clancy novel. I'm like, oh. I I didn't read them too far after that. The first one I read would have been Hunt for Red October. Yeah, that's what I read back in fifth grade. And then Patriot Games and... Red, uh, no, Red Storm Rising was the yeah. one that was not part of the Jack Ryan series. No, but it was still very well written. Yeah. Um, See, so Hunter Runner October, Clear, uh, Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, um, Kremlin. Colonel in the Kremlin, Some of All Fears. God, oh, I can't remember these anymore. It's been so long. Something, something, Rainbow Six, something else. Oh, the Bear and the Dragon, then Red Rabbit, and then Teeth of the Tiger, and Wait, then he put out one. Bear and Dragon was before Red Rabbit? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Because I'm reading Red Rabbit, and it seems like that should have come well before Bear and Dragon. Well, yeah, it's because he went back to 1982 with Red Rabbit. I'm going in chronological okay. order of when they were released, because I, I read see. them all, and then he released more, and so I read... 
Because I, I was very confused about them. Like this book came out after, but yeah. Jack Ryan's just like now barely. What the hell is going on? If you want to read them in chronological order of the Jack Ryan star, uh, timeline, there's actually an article about Jack Ryan, the character, that lists the books in chronological order as well okay. of the timeline, not of the publishing. Right. So if you really want to do it, do it that way. I, I may do it that way. That's a lot of money. Yeah. There are a lot of books. He's a rather prolific writer. <laughs> he's pretty good, though. Yeah, he's he was basically the start of – well, not really the start, but he was the one I liked about the techno-thriller novels. Yeah. And it's just so nice having a, um, that classic us versus the USSR stuff. He was good at that. Yeah. Well, you know, it was the worst thing that happened to James Bond was the fall of the USSR. Yeah. And Clancy manages to kind of still pull that in, even with the much later works with the when the USSR is already gone and it's the Russians and then the Chinese and the Iranians. It's just all around good. What was really weird was I think it was um no it wasn't without remorse because that was the one that was done in the 70s. It was the one where the um guy flies 747 into the uh Capitol building. It happens at some point in the series. I forgot exactly when. Okay. But I was reading that in September of 2001. Ten years before... No, no, no. No, September of 2001 was the 9-11. Yes. Right. <laughs> Are you suggesting Tom Clancy gave the terrorists ideas? I, that's... There, there was a lot of similarity, because it was the thing, and then there was a plane attack, and then... Uh, it's... It was weird. Yeah. But still, I loved it. A him. good book, though. Yeah, a whole. I mean, the the whole series. He's a good author. Yeah, it's it's definitely if you like the whole Cold War aspect into present day. Well, then and Tom some fancy. Yeah, start with Hunt for Red October. It's probably one of his best works. And if you like it, then maybe you could just. I don't know if you want to go back and do Without Remorse in the Patriot Games because nah, you Patriot really Game- don't need to. I mean, you could, and they'd give you a little more background on a couple characters, but yeah. it's it's not really worth the time. Yeah, but Hunt for Red October, Patriot Games, Cardinal in the Kremlin, Clear and Pleasant Danger, Some of All Fears, that's... Those were good books. Yeah. Those Patriot were Games, you can books. kind of skip over. Uh, Without Remorse, that's also a pack one, so you can probably skip over that. So Some of All Fears, Dead of Honor, Executive Orders, Rainbow Six. I wish he would do more Rainbow Six books. Rainbow Six, well, I, he's a little busy with the Rainbow Six games. I know. Not that he's really doing anything with the games, but that's where they are. Yeah, Rainbow Six was probably the, the culmination of his writing style it's a huge freaking book though yeah well all of them are i know i've got i think i've got almost all of them on hardback which takes up a large section of my bookshelf back at my parents house but rainbow six was very well written yes it's also worth noting i mean he does like consulting with the navy now yeah he's done some nonfiction stuff i haven't read that because you don't want to spoil him (laughs) i just don't see the need okay he's got a large enough section yep so, if you like thrillers, and there's a lot of technology stuff in there, and a lot of military stuff as well, I'd say go for it. Yes. I would agree. Random topic. <laughs> One from June of 2010, which I think is actually before, because I think that's when I lost the uh, random topic list. Okay. But Azerbaijan. God, Azerbaijan. I think this is, this is why it was put on the list, is because I cannot pronounce this freaking country. Azerbaijan? Yes. Az. Az. Oz, Oz? Like Wizard of Oz. Okay. We're off Oz? to see the wizard. The wonderful wizard of Azerbaijan. Oz. There you go. Okay. Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. By, by golly, I can't get this freaking... Uh. So All what right, is so this whoever place? Whoever put this on the list, put on more things Andy can't pronounce. This is good. I like this. 
Well, what didn't somebody suggest at some point that our uh, especially milk? Yes, milk. I've been running with that as our unofficial slogan, especially milk. <laughs> so Azerbaijan, especially milk in Azerbaijan. Why is our random topic Azer? Like, what? What about it? They want us to talk about. I'm not I've exactly sure. Other there. than other I don't than plan on being there, making me not be able to pronounce this. Andy can't say it. <laughs> I know it's. Eastern Europe, over by like Russia and Turkey. Yeah, like Middle East. Is it northern? Is it more north of the Middle East? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like north of Iraq and Iran. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Other, other than saying I cannot say its name. The country who will not be named by me. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, a country. I, I, what am I supposed to say to this one? <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of it. I'm trying to decide what it looks like. I'm also trying to recognize if it really has a second little plot of land not connected to the main country. Uh, it looks like it is. Yeah. So you could leave the country and keep going straight and then enter back into the country. How does that Which, work? I, I believe you would need a visa then to go visit your relative because you're traveling through another country. What country is between them? I don't know. That's like that little... uh Turkey. This is an area of the world where my knowledge is a bit more limited than it should be. I remember there's a state like that as well where, um, well, it's like Maryland, where part of Maryland you kind of have to go through another state to get to because, or is it Delaware? Or It's not non-contiguous. Well, there's a state where that's actually like you you have to leave the state and come around from another side in order to access the city. Like literally have to completely leave the state? You can't yes. just take a very long, circu- circuitous route and go around it? Yeah, you have to leave the state in order to go back into the state. I forgot which state it was, though, but it was on the how the states got their shape, which is a great series. Take your word for it. All right, there's Greece, there's Syria, Azerbaijan, Armenia. Ah. You have to go through Armenia. Or you could take a circuitous route and go through uh, uh, Iran, I think. Sure. Yeah, Iran. Or you could I... take a really long way around and go through Georgia. That's Turkey. a long way going through Georgia. Other Georgia. I know. Okay. But still. It would still be a very long trip. Yeah. Or you could go through Armenia. Which all of those I just see as basically Yugoslavia. In my head, I'm thinking, okay, what's over there? Uh, Mm. Andy? Eastern European countries? Yugoslavia? Soviet Russia? Andy? Yeah? That's not Yugoslavia. I know, but in my head, when you talk about most of those countries, I think of the... Yugoslavia was the area above Greece, just east of Italy. Oh. Well, I still picture the people in babushkas and the... Yugoslavia. Donkey carts and those little tiny Russian Yugos. It's further away from Yugoslavia than I am from you. Ah. It's roughly the distance between Detroit and Mount Rushmore. I'm just saying I'm a horrible, horrible person. And you, yeah, you are. Wow, Andy. Just, just wow. Well done. You are on top of it today. Oh, yeah. I'm just pissing off everybody. Well done, sir. I should probably stop this before I piss off somebody else. Yes. Yes, you should. By the way, interesting fact. Part of Michigan is in central time zone. I know. You peaked. I didn't know that. <laughs> Call yourself a Michigander. No, I'm a troll. I live under the bridge. Still live in Michigan. You should know these things. Actually, I don't anymore. True. You're a whiskey. Uh, uh, what? You're a cheesehead. I am not. You're a badger boy. Absolutely not. I bleed maize and blue, and sometimes green and white, <laughs> and a little bit of more blue and gray. Blue and gray? Lions? What? Lions is blue and gray. I know. 
But when have you ever been a Lions fan? My whole life, thank you very much. Well, you've been very in the closet about I've that. I've always rooted for the Lions. Especially when they play the Packers. Of course, at any other time, I root for the Packers. But I always root for the Lions when they play the Packers. You gonna do your touchdown dance with the belt? No. No? I'm doing it right now. Okay. God, stupidest touchdown dance ever. Yes. Title belt. Yes, it is. All right, are we going to stop this before I insult, you know, somebody who could actually physically hurt me? Uh, I'm actually trying to keep it going just for that express purpose, but I guess we can stop. No, we're stopping now. All right, bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.